0: This Partner in Action podcast series is a collection of interviews and real-life stories from people who apply the partner mindset and behaviors. The result? They get more of what they want, more often, with less difficulty. Amy Carroll is a communication coach, trainer, author, and professional speaker. She travels the globe using her secret superhero powers to liberate people from communication disasters. The communication model predator-prey partner was developed by Pat Kirkland, a superhero in her own right, and who happens to be Amy's sister. You can find out more at Amy's website carolcoaching.com and patkirklandleadership.com. So listen, laugh, and learn how you can overcome the communication disasters in your life and get more of what you want.
1: everyone. Today, I'm speaking with Giorgio Giannattacio. And Giorgio and I met this summer when I was giving a training at Shire. He's the head of the Global Medical Lead of Immunology. Welcome, Giorgio.
2: Hello, Hemi. How are you?
1: I'm good. Great to have you on the podcast today.
2: Great to be here. Thanks.
1: Giorgio, I know that you've shared with me in the past successes you've had applying some of the skills that you were working on during the Leadership Presence course. I wonder if you'd be willing to share some of those practice skills that you've been moving to mastery.
2: Yes, Amy. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to, to talk about it. First, I would like to say that the coaching sessions we had with you were really eye-opening in terms of allowing me to note some leadership behaviors that I realize really make a difference when, for example, presenting to public. Cool. So give me
1: some
2: details. I, yes, I realized on myself first that, for example, I was not necessarily using the best posture uh-huh. when I'm presenting. I used to have a pace of speaking that was too fast in some cases. Yeah. And I was using a lot what is called the filler sound. So uh-huh, the
1: famous filler sound, yes.
2: Making the sound between words. Right. That was probably coming from trying to speak too fast. So after going through the coaching sessions with you and realizing how these behaviors could have been improved, I start practicing myself uh-huh. and I also starting to note other speakers
1: right Where,
2: were applying these behaviors. Okay, so and I realized.
1: Thanks for letting me interrupt you. Let's break it down. You said you realized something. Let's talk about the posture. What did you realize about the posture?
2: I realized that I was first in looking at others presenting, for example, I realized that people who were standing with, for example, the arms lining the sides of the body. Just to so relax were. at the
1: sides instead of right. in front of them.
2: Yes. They, they appeared as more in control of the stage of the presentation of what they were saying, comparing to other people who were using the hands, the arms, and moving the body more.
1: In an effective way?
2: Yes. Got it. So I, th- that helped me also realizing how I could have practiced more. I started to do it, and I have to say that I feel now more comfortable in using that posture when presenting compared to what I used to feel some weeks ago.
1: Okay, so you're telling me that you were literally practicing keeping your hands to the sides in different circumstances.
2: I did. I sure. did okay. in very normal daily situations like waiting for the train, for example.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, and when else were you, would you practice this?
2: While presenting, actually, when speaking okay. with others. So in the real situation or even in speaking in a more informal manner with colleagues or friends. Uh-huh. Until I felt that I was much more comfortable. I was probably not even realizing in some cases that I was assuming that posture. So it was not something that I was imposing, but I was feeling more natural for me.
1: So you're saying that after you moved it to a level of mastery where you could keep your hands at your sides, whether it was a formal presentation or just talking with friends socially, you actually felt more comfortable than before. Did I get that right? right.
2: Yes, completely right. I, wow. I realized that in some cases I was feeling more comfortable in having that posture than how I used to feel before when I was assuming other postures. Amazing. It made me feel more as an owner and confident with ah. what I was doing in that situation.
1: That's so cool to hear that. So now I know that people listening are, are now wondering, okay, how long did it take you? So How frequently did you practice and over what period of time did you practice?
2: It was not immediate.
1: uh, Yeah. Okay. Before it became mastery. So that's the level of measure. So how much time would you say?
2: As I said, it was not immediate. I have to to say it took me some weeks, something between one and two months. Okay. To move from feeling completely uncomfortable in doing it until I felt that I can do it in a normal situation without feeling any embarrassment, any sense of being uncomfortable with the posture.
1: Got it. So you explained situations you practiced in formal presentations while waiting for the train, talking to friends socially. How many times a day or how many minutes a day do you think you were practicing?
2: Every time that I had the opportunity to, and I realized that was the opportunity to practice. So something between one two times per day until probably five six ten times per day wow. it was not really planned to do it I was trying to capture any situation where I could have done and could have practiced that
1: got it and now I know you also said that you were working on pace and the speed you're speaking as well as getting rid of filler sounds Tell me about those practices
2: yes I Amy, mean, so the process was exactly the same I realize how these behaviors could have been improved while we were doing the coaching sessions together. Then I also started to note these behaviors in other people Mm -hmm. while they were speaking or presenting in a more or less formal situation. And I realized also in that case that I was feeling that the people who were using these behaviors appear as more comfortable, as more solid, as more owner and confident with what they were saying with the situation. Brilliant. So that became an additional incentive for me to practicing either in less formal situations, for example, in speaking with colleagues in the office, yeah. as well as in more formal situations when I had to present. So I felt that there was a process of learning and improvement really happening in the last months since the coaching sessions.
1: That's great to hear, Giorgio. Congratulations. What I'm hearing, (laughs) one of the huge benefits that you're walking away with is this sense of increased confidence in yourself and the way you're showing up.
2: Yes, absolutely. And I try to convey this confidence as I feel confidence in Leaders who use these behaviors themselves.
1: Right, you see it modeled, and you think if it's working for them, it's going to be working for me.
2: <laughs> That's the hope and the belief, yes.
1: Yeah, fantastic. Georgia, before I let you go, I have one question.
2: Please. I'd
1: like you to give the listeners a, one tip or suggestion that you've discovered for stepping into partner. What would you recommend to the listeners?
2: Practicing and don't feeling that the initial sense of feeling uncomfortable because you are doing something new is an obstacle to put in practice the behaviors because by practicing them i realized that it is much more natural than what i thought initially
1: okay so be willing to allow yourself to be in that discomfort until you move, can move it to a level of mastery is what i'm hearing
2: absolutely it's the step necessary to get to that level if you are not there yet.
1: And Giorgio, I know that before I started recording our discussion, you and I were talking about the downward inflection, that you're still working on that. So a gift I would like to give you is to check out newsletter number 42 on my website. And this is a whole newsletter dedicated specifically to mastering the downward inflection. So hopefully that will support you and other listeners.
2: Okay, perfect. I I will certainly look at the newsletter. You probably realize while we were speaking that there is still space for improvement in that sense. (laughs) I'm motivated. I'm confident that by practicing, I may be able to improve this behavior as well.
1: Brilliant. Giorgio, thanks so much for your time.
2: Thank you for inviting me, I mean, for the discussion.
1: My pleasure. And everyone, thanks for tuning in. And until next time, happy partnering. Bye.
0: If you want to participate in one of Amy's superhero trainings, you can find out more on her website carolcoaching.com. That's two R's and two L's.